0: There is power in the name of Jesus. A very, very good morning to each and every one of you. Welcome to Reclaim Moment. Every time you get to listen to that beautiful song, there is power. In the name of Jesus. Then, you know, it is our moment for us to, uh, it is our moment. It's the Reclaim moment with your host, Henry Mukisa. We are thankful to God for another day that the Lord has given us. This beautiful Friday, beautiful Friday, the 21st of April, 2023. And you know, uh, Friday, you know how Fridays are uh, are with us at Reclaim. It's a powerful moment because it's the Reclaim family. Friday. It's a moment uh, we pray for our families. It's a moment we reflect on family. It's a moment we pray for our children. I mean, we always pray for our children, but it's a time we have set aside to value, to honor the family as a component. I know we have many things we, we, we need to pray about. We need to pray for those who are starving and and stuff like that. But but we prioritize that on Friday it's nothing but family. Why, as I've always told you at Reclaim, family is and was and is and will be God's idea. Family is God's idea. God is the author of family. He started the first family in the Garden of Eden, created man and woman in his very image and, you know, uh, and uh, caused them to be together. And and he said, it's not good for man to be alone. So he brought along a helper, a partner, a a, a, a wife, and, uh, you know, he started a family. It was his idea, and it is still his idea. We live in a day and age where there are many forces that are fighting this. There are many forces that have come up uh, uh, because of the times in which we live. Uh, The times are quite challenging, and there are many voices that are decampaigning the authenticity of family. There are many forces that are promoting uh, many anti-family agendas, anti-family agendas to let people know that, you know, it's it's not as important as we estimate. So, uh, uh, but that is not the will of God. Family is God's idea. Family is a blessing from God. Family is for the purposes of God. Family is God's idea. So this Friday morning, the 21st of April, 2023, we want to continue Uh, I mean, with our series, remember, we we are still talking about a rise and fight and fighting for the family. And uh, uh, specifically for this Friday, I think we started last Friday or so, where we are speaking about, you know, building value-based families or value-bound families, families that are bound by values, you know, teaching our families values and virtues that must uh, guide families. So it's very, very important because having understood that uh, a family is God's idea, then we realize that we don't just do family our way. We don't just, you know, run our families our way. I mean, we, we have to understand that it's just like when you buy a new computer you realize that there is a a manual for you to look at, you buy a new gadget, there is a manual to look at and uh, the manual is from the manufacturer it helps you to understand what uh, I mean, uh, what are the different uh, uh, the different components of this gadget and how to set it up how to charge it, how to use it, how to preserve it how to um now to maximize it so to say and many other things so child of god i want to encourage you uh, this morning because families god is idea that's why we need to use the word of god as a reference point for us to understand okay what did god have in mind when he was studying a family what did god have in his heart you know how how does he look at family, how does He advise us to have healthy families, to have healthy marriages, to have health families, health relationships in our respective families. So it's a broad thing and as the Lord liveth as the Lord helps us, um, I'm persuaded we will be uh, we will be building on this, we'll be expounding on this and uh, in the next few days we'll be having other, other people in the studio, you know, to discuss this. God is expanding us at Reclaim and we have a global audience. So we are thankful to God. We, I mean, we are listened to uh, by, you know, people from all over the world. And we are thankful to God for this opportunity. That's why we'll be bringing in different perspectives uh, from the men and from the women, from uh, counselors, from uh, professionals, from, uh, you know, family experts, uh, uh, children experts, and and counselors and and many other people because we need something that is going to build us. But of course, using the word of God as a reference point as the yardstick because everything we do we base it on the word of God. The word of God helps us to demarcate our you know uh, the word of God helps us uh, as a plumb line, so to say. So uh, today we I want to continue with uh, our. Uh, our topic, oh yeah, our topic. We started last week, or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, always find out, always find out, and we, are, we we are delighted. We'll be availing all these uh, all these uh, recordings, just in case you miss one. Uh, we'll be posting it on our WhatsApp group, reclaim moment, uh, reclaim moment program. And if you need uh, uh, to be added there, please let us know. I'll be sharing the number. So let us know and. Uh, or, uh or just reach out to the studio uh uh the studio line i will also get in touch and uh, be able to uh to give it to you so that uh you know we can add you on and and you get every information you need. We are doing all this because uh, we love you and uh, we love you to have the best information you can access and uh, yeah and you know share it with other people. There's no there's nothing like copyright, so you can share it with other people and bless as many people as you can in the name of Jesus. So uh, speaking about values and vacuums uh, you remember our anchor scripture is in proverbs twenty two uh, verses six i want to read it once again and i'll be reading it for a couple of uh, weeks now uh proverbs chapter number twenty two uh proverbs chapter number twenty two and then verses uh six proverbs uh Come on, Proverbs 22 and then verses 6. The Bible declares train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train up a child in the way they should go so that when they are grown up, they will not depart from it. That's why we are talking about, you know, building value-based families, you know, value vacuum value-based families where there is an established way of life. There is an established pattern of thinking. There is an established way of doing things that, you know, we can teach it even to the family members, the people in our family families will understand this is the acceptable behavior And this family. You know, uh, we've grown up in different families and you realize that the things we grew up understanding that, you know, like I grew up, you know, knowing that you don't call your elder brother by name. You had to, you had to, uh, you had to understand that he is your elder brother. She is your elder sister. And I'm the last born in my family. So, you know, I was in a big mess because, you know, everybody was older than me and everyone was older than me. And I had to, accord them respect. So it was a must. And if you messed up and you didn't do that, I mean, you, you were in trouble literally. So they, they, they are, I mean, families must have, we must have uh, an established uh, behavior, an established way of life, and these are things which children grow grew up emulating and practicing, and they later become a way of their own life. They later, uh, I mean, these become a part of their life, and they also transfer the same behavior to their children and their children's children. So it's very, very important. We have a responsibility as family members, especially as parents, as fathers, as mothers. I, it doesn't matter whether you're a single father, single mother, you are a guardian, you are a widow. It doesn't matter, but we have a responsibility to make sure that we build value-based uh, families and their values we must incur we must instill, we must encourage in our families. And, you know, remember we we defined values as principles or standards of behavior. So principles or standards of behavior. There must be a standard behavior in your family, in my family. There must be a standard behavior. This is how we behave. This is what we do. I keep telling my kids, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, they will complain about this, about school, or oh, this person, you know, can you imagine that this this person pushed me and he didn't even say sorry. I hate him. Immediately they say that, immediately. Then I jump on. I tell them, you know what? You know what I've always told you, Esther? I've always told you, Alpha? We are born again. We are are servants of God when somebody wrongs us? We forgive. Why? I want them to grow up knowing that we are different, we are not like the world because in the world it's an eye for an eye. So there is an step there is a principle uh, that they are principles. I want them to grow up understanding that hey, okay, but for us, we are different. Yes, other other children can say what they want to say, but we don't just say everything we want to say. There must be a degree. There must be a generally acceptable behavior in our family. There must be a standard. There must be a particular standard, and we are responsible to enforce this standard. But because we have failed in many ways, including I'm I'm not judging anybody. I'm not judging anybody. I tell you, even me, even me, it's my message. And there are areas where I feel I'm lacking. There are areas where I feel I need the grace of God, you know. I, 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 I've been married in 14 years. It's not a lot of experience. I know I'm speaking to people who've been married for 30 plus years, and I respect that. There are areas I'm still learning how to parent, how to, you know, how to speak to kids, how to discipline them, how to disciple them, how to love them. It's a long-term process but by the grace of God because I'm here to share I'm sharing from a place of encouragement not from a place of judgment not from a place like I am super I am I- perfect I'm-, I'm I'm great at this no 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 I'm I'm speaking from that place of humility because I know I'm also a work in progress in this area in the name of Jesus. But I want us to understand that there must be a standard of behavior. This is how we behave as a family. I don't know about your family, but but you must make this clear. That's why not, you know, not you can, if you are in a house where the child does everything they want, every child does as they please. I mean, that is a confused family. There is no standard behavior. There must be a st- Sometimes we grew up and, and we thought like, you know, the parents were harsh on us, that they, they, they were harassing us. But they told us, I, I remember when we were growing up, they told us, okay, if it is beyond this time, don't come back beyond this time, will not open the door for you. And we knew, we knew, we, we would go, of course, as young boys, you know, grew up in the village, but we'd sneak and, you know, go to the town. And by that time, we had the form of entertainment. It was these translated movies. So we'd go and, you know, sneak into those uh, video halls and uh, watch, watch those films, uh, which are translated. And we thought, you know, could do the Bruce Lees, the what and what. I, I mean, And during our times and many, many, many old, old, old movies, that was a form of entertainment in our village. But we knew if you go back beyond this time, we knew it they will not open for you. You are going either to sleep in the kitchen or somewhere on on top of a tree. So we knew it was a standard behavior. And they made this clear. We grew up, understand. And this formed, this influenced our behavior that, you know, I can't go back late because... It is going to be fire for fire, not the good fire, but the, wrong, but the painful fire, the wrong fire. So in other words, uh, there must be principles or standards of behavior. And uh, and uh, we looked at, um, you know, uh, this also helps uh, in, in, in helping somebody to judge, you know, what is important in life. You know, as we establish values in our families, then we are, we are actually helping our children. We are focusing them on what is important, what is relevant, what is needed. Why are we esteeming this? Why is it important? Like, you know, I've realized, I mean, there are families, Christian families, very, very good Christian families. And we don't emphasize why children should go to church. We don't emphasize that. You know, you are cool, you are comfortable to leave your child on, uh, you know, on, on a game, uh, you know, playing game, you know, in front of a TV and say, so like, oh, I'm rushing for church. And leave the kids behind and you do that five, seven years. Oh, they are still they are still young, you know, have a long journey. They will get tired. Yes. Thank God they, you think they will get tired but they can't get tired on you know on movies they can't get tired on the internet they can't get tired on these other things other distractions and i tell you what you're doing there there is a payback time there will be a time when you want to teach these children whatever you feel is important but when they cannot listen to why because you missed the moment You miss the moment. One time I was listening to a very devoted Catholic brother, and he said, you know, that's why for us Catholics, we say, we believe, you know, give us a child between, I think, three or four years, and we'll return, and, you know, uh, before, I think, four or five years, give us that child, and that child will be a Catholic forever. And I'm like, why why, why do you say that? He said, for, for us, we have schools. We'll teach them. We'll do this. And even if the child goes away, that child will still be a Christian, will, will be a Catholic. And I realize he had a point. You know, sometimes we are quick to urge, but we, we realize that, you know, without without even understanding this person, so I realized, hey, but this guy has a reason. So sometimes we expose our children to things which do not matter. But this, yes, I'm not saying we should be strict. We should be. I mean, I also have games. I have uh, Xboxes in the house. I have different games. I have this and this. But but we make sure that you know uh, our our children. We must. There must be an established way of behaviour... If it is church, we must emphasize, because we want them to judge that it is important. This kind of behavior is important. It is important. It must be esteemed. It is important to go to church. It is important to go to Sunday school. They must have books. They must have, you know, pads where they write. They they, they You must ask questions. What did the teacher teach you in Sunday school? What did they tell you? Because we need to investigate, you know. What did they teach you? Okay, what did you learn? from this. What did you do in Sunday school? Okay, how did you enjoy the service today? What did you learn? And stuff like that. And it's helping to build them and build them for better. So child of God, having understood that, I'm trying to, you know, recap here and there because I don't want to rush. This is not a moment to rush. It, we, we need to understand and we need to pray from that place of uh, of revelation, that place of understanding and ask for the grace of God to help us build value-based families. I tell you, child of God, families are, you know, it's a big deal to God. Family is a big deal to God. God is pleased with our families. God hopes, has great hopes in our families because he wants to raise a godly seed. He wants to raise champions in every generation. And champions are raised, are equally raised in families. You know the Davides are raised in families the Daniels are raised in families they're not just raised in schools they're not just raised they are raised in families you know the 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 uh, the, the uh, with this, the Gideons, uh, you know, the Deborahs, uh, including Jesus himself, is raised in the family. He's raised in the family. Is part of a family. So family is very important. And when God looks at family, he has great hopes that we are going to raise up a, a, a generation, a unique generation, a seed, a godly seed that is going to fulfill the purposes of God. So it's very, very important. But Today, I want also to add on, you know, we looked at the different values uh, and we'll be handling one value at a time. And today I want us to emphasize the value of love, the value of love. You know, we are responsible to build families, to build an environment that makes our kids, our children and all other family members understand that they are loved. That's why a family must create a sense of belonging. You know, we have this slogan is East, West, Home is Best. East, West, Home is Best. Why? Because home is a place of belonging. It is a place where somebody, when somebody is hit, you know, from all sides, at the place of work, at school, when our kids are mocked or, oh, oh, you know, treated badly, uh, I mean, uh, at work, when people are subjected to all kinds of, uh, of of mockery and disappointments, then somebody comes home to a place of love, to a place of belonging, to a place of refreshment. So in other words, it is up to us. We have a responsibility to build a climate of love, to build an atmosphere of love. And this is not just speaking speaking about it, but living the reality of it. Child of God, I want to encourage you as I'm sharing this, that our children and those in our families within our, our care must understand that we love them and we are committed to them. And we must understand that when it comes to loving our family, when it it comes to loving our children and our family members, it is unconditional love. You know, our children must must understand, they feel it, that they are loved unconditionally. And as we love them, then we are causing them to believe in love to believe that we love them, to believe that it is not because of their accomplishments that we love them. It's not because they have straight A's that we love them. It's not because they have done this and that that we love them. No, we love them because we have already we, we are building a value in their lives that love is of God and, and, and we love and cherish them. That's why so many of them, I mean, I realize there are times when uh, our children are going the opposite. Opposite direction. They are not doing well in class. You know, it's not straight A's. They're having a hard time. Uh, some of them are even, you know, uh, into 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 horrible behaviors. But child of God, as a parent, as a guardian, it is important for us to establish this as a value, as a virtue. They ought to see this love in our lives and we don't uh, and it's very important I also wanted to share this it's very important that we don't heap pressure on our children especially on our children oh it's a if you want me to do this you have to get straight as you have to do this yes we should encourage excellence we should honor excellence we should reward excellence and efforts and diligence and all that that's very important but I tell you I don't love my children because they are just doing well in class it, they're doing actually well I remember Alpha you know was, uh, there was a time he was behind he was way behind and was not doing well and 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 i appreciated you know this was he uh, this was his mother you know she's she's a great woman and 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 uh, his mother was praying for him and 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 spoke to him and said you know i know you my son you are bright you are good you are bright i want you to believe that and i'm like wow that's powerful so i i, I would also encourage him along those lines and and i told him explicitly you know allah you, you are my son. I love you. It's not because of the grades, I love you, and I know you will still achieve the grades. I want to tell you things have turned around, you know, during the last results they, they do here in Uganda, they do like midterm results and like that. But when they did the midterm results, you know, he he was, he the best in class. You can imagine he was getting the seventies, the sixties, and now he had only eighties and two nineties, 95, 95, 80. And, and I'm like, alpha is topping his class how comes but you know it's because we we just keep encouraging them and keep loving them there are times when children will turn out different there are times when we will feel disappointed i i have a very good uh, servant of god and one time i was called when the when the when his first daughter you know got pregnant and uh, he was impregnated by a Muslim, by, by, by a Muslim uh, young man. And this guy was mad, <laughs> and he overreacted. So somebody called me and said, "Please come and talk to your friend. He literally has beaten this girl, and he's threatening to. You know, he's even holding a pang. He's threatening. He's speaking because it was. I mean, when I speak about uh, holding a pang in some cultures, I know because this is a message that goes all over. You you freak out, but you know." He was threatening to imprison that boy. He was saying, I'm going to do everything and make your life miserable because he was hard." And I would understand. I mean, I would feel um, his pain and frustrations. But then I took time and spoke to him and said, you know what? Yes, something has happened. Nobody, no parent loves to see that happening. I know you, you know, and it is very bad, but, Let's think outside the box. It is the time because now this situation is putting our love, our lover's parents, or at a test. So it, it, we are being tested and we must pass the test. So number one, it's very important for uh, for your daughter to understand that you still love her despite the mistake so that, you know, she is encouraged to carry this pregnancy because of such a reaction, the girl ran away from the family and that is where they think about abortion and they think about even suicide and many other things. And I know there are people who have fallen uh, into uh, such trap and such challenges because they needed moral support during such you know difficult times and they did not get the moral support including love. So I shared with him. Uh, I shared with him. I said we need to think. We need to do something. We need to still love this guy. We need and thank God he listened to me and we decided we called the auntie. And we got the daughter, took her to her auntie and took care of her until she gave birth. And, you know, later on, things changed around and they have a healthy relationship. They have a good relationship. The family is restored. Yes, there was a problem. And I believe these things happen in our families. But as, uh, as parents, let's love our children. Children, let's let's build an environment where love is evident. Where love is evident, and love is known uh, you know. It is not meaningful. It does not make sense when everything is right. I know the children are bright in class. They are well behaved. They are going to church. They have a good testimony. No, it, it will be tested. It will be tested when they have grown. They are teenagers. They are 18. They feel they can decide and they can do do anything they want to do, but let us learn to love them. So, you know, learning to love and loving them will set an example. It means we'll be leading by example. You know, it helps, uh, it helps them to gain critical thinking, you know, to understand why is it important to love others just as we've been loved. They will understand the importance of loving others. But we are in a loveless generation because many of these people come from loveless families. You know, when people, when children, research has proven it, children who are coming from violent families, they become violent because this is what they grow up seeing. They grow up seeing all this, you know, bad language that, 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 that the mother is saying all sorts of, uh, you know, bad exchanges between a father and a mother, between the guardians and, and the people at home. So it's a violent, it's a violent environment. They use bad languages. They are swearing. That's why when they grow up, they trans. I mean, they still, uh, they still harbor that same bitterness, that same violence, that same attitude, and they, they grow with that. They transfer that to their peers and to their, you know, friends. And, and, and that's why you, you see, you know, dangerous. We have dangerous teens, especially in, you know, all over the world, dangerous teens. That's why we have knife crimes. We have, uh, you know, suicides. We have gun uh, gun issues in the rest of the world. And this, this it's, it's something that is rooted in the family. It's something there is a a young a young boy who shoot uh in america i think recently you know shoot like shot like 20 20 plus people and you know i wanted i went down and read his story and i wanted to trace his family and i realized one of the things they were saying you know he complained he thought he was not loved he thought he was and, and it had a psychological effect on him so this as we are, as we are sharing and uh, encouraging ourselves to build value-based families. We want to look at this value, this value called love. We need to love our children, no matter what. Our children, they don't have to be perfect for us to love them. They don't have to be, you know, uh, with straight A's for us to love them. They just, we just need to understand that they are our children. They are our children and we need to love them. So by loving them unconditionally, Uh, it helps them to solve many problems. It helps them to trust us, to trust our judgment, that even when we deny them some things, they are comforted by the fact that we love them. For example, a few months ago, you know, we uh, we 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 had to close down the Xbox because it was becoming another problem in the house. And you know, Afro's not doing anything. We said, no, 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 we've got to close this down. And we told him, please go, switch off your Xbox, put it out of the socket, roll it, put it in the bag until holiday, and we'll have a timetable for that. I've, and we are doing this because we love you. We are doing this because of your future. This is important today, but you have many other things to focus on. And, 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 and he has to trust our judgment because we are doing that, not because we don't love him. So loving them unconditionally helps them to, uh, helps them to understand and to trust our judgment, even when we are not giving them what they ultimately want. Okay? Loving them helps us to share our faith with them. Before we share our faith and all our rules, All, everything should be motivated by how we love them. They must understand the importance of what we are teaching them. Actually, love simplifies all the teachings we make to them. So they will gladly embrace the teaching. They will gladly embrace embrace everything because they know that they are loved. Hallelujah. Time is always not on our side. But I believe, you know, we'll keep building on this and bring in a different perspective And today, uh, I I want us first of all to pray for our, uh, I mean, we are going to, uh, I want us to pray for our families. But I want us to pray that the Lord will help us to build an environment, an environment that is uh, uh, an environment of love, an environment where our children will trust our love, will trust that they are loved, will trust that they are important, will trust that they are powerful, will trust that they are great children. And that is, uh, and we need that grace as parents. I know we are stressed. I know we have a lot of thing, a lot of things to do, but this is, equally important in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. This Friday morning, Lord, we thank you because you've given us an opportunity. You've given us an opportunity, Abba Father, an opportunity to come before you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for such a moment where we reflect, we pause and reflect about our families and and under, having understood that family is God's idea. It is your idea. You started the family. You had good intentions about the family. We are trying to dig into this abba, Father, so that we understand that which you have you intended for us as, um, as family people, as family members. Lord, I'm praying for the parents. I'm praying for the marriage, for the couples, I'm praying for the single parents. I'm praying for that single father father, that single mother who is figuring out, Lord, how am I going to raise this child? How am I going to raise these children? They are pressures from every side, and uh, many of them have been disappointed. They are walking through hurts, through uh, challenges. They have been hurt. They have been disappointed, and many of them are even displacing and and, and transferring the same aggression, the same uh, violence, the same disappointment unto the children. But, Lord, I pray that you cut off you 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 put that to an end you will help us to have another chapter in our lives heavenly father i pray work on our hearts give us the grace we cannot do it by ourselves we are not experts at these things but we trust in your guidance we trust in your holy spirit for you are able to help us you are able to help that man to help that woman to be a better father to be a better mother there are many Loveless families. Yes, there are many families where we only work to to foot the bills, to provide, to buy food, to ensure that there is food in the fridge. But 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 the children cannot feel our love, and that's why even when they grow up, they don't. You know, they cannot grow up with this value. They they don't see this as part of their lives. They don't love themselves. They don't love their peers. They don't love their parents. Today we are. Completely about children who are not mindful about their parents, uh, who, uh, who, don't, who do not not love their parents, but it's because uh, probably many of them have grown up seeing the same and they, that there is not such a huge sensor, a huge impact uh, that we, we, we have not impacted our children for them to understand that we love them and we are committed to them in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I'm praying today, I'm praying today, give us your grace, extend your your grace to us. Help somebody. Help that father. Help that mother. Help us to build an environment where our kids will be loved, where our family members will be loved. Lord, help us to love our parents. Help us to love our guardians. In the name of Jesus, I pray that there will be a change of mind. There will be a paradigm shift in our minds, in our thinking. Lord, as we are desiring to build great families with bangalows, with great a greater staff in our families. I pray that you also help us to build an environment, to build a climate where the people in our families will cherish and they will know that they are valued and they are loved. I pray for those parents who are dealing with uh, difficult times. Uh, you know, the children are different seasons, unmanageable seasons, unpredictable seasons, challenging seasons, like teens, like you know, young people that are at university and and you know, they are uh, opening up to wrong influences. uh, You know, Lord, I'm praying that you stretch your mighty hand. Help them, Abba Father. Help them in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Abba Father. I thank you, King of Kings. I thank you, Lord of Lords. This morning, this morning, I pray, give them the grace, Almighty God. Give them the grace, King of Kings. Extend your grace, Abba Father. In Jesus' precious name, Amen and Amen. And uh, I also want to take As usual, as we normally do, and mention uh, uh, some of these uh, kids' names on behalf of the children who are out there we are praying for in the name of Jesus. So we have a few minutes. Let's pray for our children. Heavenly Father, we lift our children before you on behalf of the millions of children out there. We want to mention these names as a point of contact. Lord, I pray that you will help, um, you will bless. You bless uh, Zipporah. You bless Abigail. You bless Abigail Semakula. You bless Abigail. You bless Zipporah. Bless Promise. Bless, ble- uh, I pray for blessing for Abigail, for Shalom, for Aaron, for David, for Kate, Mehan, Misha, Babe, Derek, Jaden, Linda, Ethan, Ronnie, Jonathan, Elijah, Nehalil, Nicholas, Isaiah, Armani Henry, Trevor Kyla, Treasure, Isaiah, Nikita, Tina. Hannah, Zipporah, Gideon, Jerry, Jeremiah, in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, I pray for Sharon, Precious, Eliana, Rebecca, <coughs> Eliana, Mukisa, Nyanzi, Ebenezer, Nyanzi, Zion, Nyanzi, Lian, Nitham, Kasuja, uh, Tabitha Jen Rogers, Tamara Rogers, uh, Tyron Rogers, Tyra Rogers, uh, Prosper, Blessing, Elijah, Desire, Mercy, Joshua, Sarah, Desire, Alan, Ethan, Kayden, Bukenya, Kayla Bukenya, Kerry Bukenya, Keith Bukenya, Kayla Bukenya, uh, Jemima, Riel Mukalazi, Rimaia Mukalazi, Rafaela Mukalazi, Rihanna Mukalazi, Kayla, Anthony, Ashton, Darlin, Destin, Loyo, Blessed Michael, Decla, Brian, Paul, Jessica, Joshua, Adrian, Nathan, uh, Nathan Thomas. Esther, praise Mukisa. Alpha, pray. Alpha, possible Mukisa. Lord, I pray. These are points of contacts. I pray that our children will be great in the land, that our children will be preserved in this generation. Our children will serve the Lord, will be excellent in classes. They will be tops in their generation. They will not serve the, the king of this present time. They will not bow to bell, but they will serve the Most High God. We we'll bless them in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And as we bring this to a landing, I want to pray with somebody who's giving his life to Jesus. I want you to pray with me in this minute. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are God and you rose from the dead. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. And from today, I am a child of God. God is rejoicing over you. Find a Bible Believing Church, and join the church. Let them know you got born again. Well, tuned to Reclaim Moment and tell them the good news. So may the Lord bless you. If you want to share anything, you want to be guided, our WhatsApp number is plus Again, two plus... Uh, Plus uh, 256-782-180514. May the Lord bless you. We love you. And remember, there is power in the name of Jesus. Go to church on Sunday and see you next week. May the Lord bless you. Shalom. Shalom.